There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. How many of you are happy to be in church today? Lift up your hands. Say something beautiful to Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank the Lord for your life. Thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for who He is. We love you, Jesus. We praise your holy name. We adore you. There is no like unto you, Lord. We bless your holy name. Hallowed be thy name. Come and worship Jesus. Lift up your hands, your voice. I want you to say something beautiful to the Lord. Mighty God. Mighty Master. We bless your holy name. We love you, Jesus. There is none like unto you. Yes, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. 
and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Supernatural benefits for soul winners. John chapter 4 and verse 36. Supernatural benefits for soul winners. John chapter 4 and verse number 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. That both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Hallelujah. There are certain supernatural benefits that soul winners enjoy. If you are a soul winner, there are some supernatural benefits. When I say supernatural benefits, it means these are benefits that come from God. At your workplace, you have benefits from your bosses. You have benefits that come from other places. But I am talking about benefits that come from God to those who are so witness. Hallelujah. And the last two weeks, I gave you one. I gave you one. The first benefit is supernatural provision. When Jesus sent the disciples to go and preach. In Matthew chapter 10, he told them, don't take a bag, don't take wallet, don't take pass, don't take anything, go. And when they came, he asked them in Luke chapter 22 and verse 35, when I sent you and I told you not to take anything, did you lack anything? And they said, we did not lack anything. If you are a soul winner, God will provide for you. Supernaturally. Hallelujah. Every soul winner is a spiritual fisherman. And God has put money in the mouth of the fishes that you catch. When they came to Jesus, and disciples for tax money. He said to Peter, go into the sea. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 27. And catch a fish. Open the mouth. There is a golden coin there. Take it and pay the taxes for yourself and for me also. So if you are a soul winner, expect God to provide for you. A soul winner, a true soul winner will not lack in anything. You will not lack in anything. God will supernaturally provide finances, houses, lands, 
everything that you need to live a good life on this earth will be provided supernaturally for you. Hallelujah. So it is important for you to be a soul winner because apart from the spiritual rewards of sending a lot of people into the kingdom of God, there is also the benefit to you yourself right on the face of this earth. Amen. Because the Bible says, John 4, 36, and he that repaired received wages. Can I have the NIV? Can I have the NIV? He that repaired received wages. Even now, the reaper draws his wages. So, if you are reaping, you are a pastor, you are an area fellowship shepherd, you are an ordinary church member who is engaging in soul winning. Okay? God will provide for you supernaturally. Can I have an amen? amen. Number two. The second benefit, the second supernatural benefit that soul winners would enjoy is that your life will be full of the glory of God. Your life will be full of the glory of God. Glory talks about beauty. Glory talks about excellence. Glory talks about something nice. How many of you want your life to be beautiful? Glorious. How many of you want your life to be excellent? Eh? How many of you want your life to be attractive? Can I see your hand? You want your life to be attractive? Okay. Glory, the glory of God, that talks about his excellence. Hmm? His beauty will come upon your life if you are a soul winner. Soul winners are people whose life will be glorified. Beautiful. As the years go by, all right, you see one degree of glory to the other. I've seen so many people who were ordinary and nothing. They have no respect. People despise them, you know. But as they, are, they dedicated their lives to serving the Lord. These same people, God has really, really blessed them and has changed their lives completely. Now, in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30, Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 30, the Bible says, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winners souls is wise. Say it with me. He that winners souls is wise. Lift up your right hand and say, every soul winner 
is a wise person. Hallelujah. Every soul winner is a wise person. Can I have an amen? Now, you realize that God describes people who win souls as wise people. The people who are wise, as far as God is concerned, are soul winners. Soul winners are wise people. Who are wise people? Who are wise people? No, it's right there. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. That is very clear. Give me the NIV. Give me the NIV. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. Who is wise? Who are the people who are wise? Soul winners. Amen? Give me New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Alright? Now, I realize that you don't take notes. Wow. I didn't know that you know a lot of things. How come that you are not taking notes? You have to take notes. And go and study when you go home. The seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. A wise person wins friends. Can I have an amen? amen. He that winners souls is wise. But I'm saying that, I listen to me, I'm saying that one of the supernatural benefits that soul winners experience is that their lives become full of the glory of God. Yeah. God has glorified me. I won't lie to you. Yeah. God has glorified me. God has put his glory on me. Yeah. Hmm? I'm blessed. God has honored me. I'm received with honor. Yeah. Because I'm a soul winner. And I've been a soul winner for years. So you too, God can put his beauty, glory, make your life, when people look at you, your life will be called wow. Ah, wow. That's what people will say. I mean, it's like they have no other expression but just to say, wow. They see some powerful car. Listen. Every time they see a powerful car at the car park and everybody's wondering, who brought this car? And after church, they see you confidently walking, open the door, and sitting down. And the only thing they can say is, wow. Wow. Do you understand it? Why? Because 
you are a soul winner. And a soul winner is a wise person as far as God is concerned. A soul winner is what? I can't hear you. A soul winner is what? A wise person as far as God is concerned. Human beings don't see soul winners as wise. They see soul winners as fools, people who are wasting their time, you know, and all that. Now, look at Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 35. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 35. Watch. The wise shall inherit what? The wise shall inherit I can't hear you. The wise shall inherit The wise shall inherit Glory. Okay. I want to conduct a little exam. Alright. So, I want you to, instead of the wise, put a replacement there. Replace the word wise with another word. Brother Sana, in this scripture, the wise shall inherit glory. Which word can you replace? A soul winner. Why? Because God says that it is only the soul winners who are wise. Oh, clap your hands properly for him. Now, if soul winner is wise, and the wise shall inherit glory, then we can say that a soul winner would inherit glory. Master, do you understand it? Do you understand it? When I look at you, you don't like maths. <laughs> Amen? Amen? How many of you understand it? Eh? God says that people who win souls are wise. How many of you agree? Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. And now God is saying that wise people would inherit glory. So that we can say that soul winners would inherit glory. That is why I'm teaching you that if you are a soul winner, expect your life to be full of the glory of God. Now, the opposite of glory, what is the opposite of glory? The opposite of glory is, is shame. It's shame. So watch the second part of the scripture. But shame shall be the promotion of fools. But who are fools? I want you to, the word fools, I want you to replace it in this scripture. I got what I'm saying. Eh? Which word can you use to replace the word fools here? Non sowiness. Non sowiness. Well, if sowiness are wise, then it means that non sowiness are what? Fools. Abigail, do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> eh, Shamo? Hello, Jenaka. Yes. Bomu yeo, nakano. Nakano, anokwa liyefe on you. Yeah. What Shamo has said, it does it. 
listen. You are, you are sitting in the church. You are wondering. Nothing nice happens to me. My life is not changing. Nothing beautiful. Since I started coming to church, I don't see anything. Other people are prospering. Other people are doing well. Other people, beautiful things are happening. I see people coming to the, to the, uh, the altar. They are getting married. You know? Because. Because. Don't tell anybody. It's between the two of us. How many of you don't say? Because we're a fool. It's just between the two of us. How many of you won't tell anybody? Yeah, because we're a fool. Why we're a fool? Because we are not winning souls. Most of us in the church don't win souls. And as far as God is concerned, you're a fool. Don't be angry with me. Yeah. I'll not mention your name. I know you are dressed nicely. And you are parked your nice car. But God is God. And the word of God, we can do nothing about it. Glory. How many of you want glory to come? Beauty. That is why my daughters and my sons see the shepherds who work. Do you see? I'm always talking. I say, look, keep on, keep on, keep on. It is the key for your glory. It is the key for your honor. It is the key for your attraction. I mean, how can a village boy, me, I'm a typical village boy, yeah, I went to wait for her. Reverend Sammy to my village. Village. You go there, you are okay. You come from Jamestown. Yes, it's very nice. Your roads are tired. My roads are not tired. Yeah. Yeah. But God has put glory. You yourself, can't you see? Yeah. Can't you see? Yeah. And the key, I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. The key is to be a soul winner. You joke with soul winning, you are joking with your glory and you are going to inherit shame. 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 That is why all the things that we are doing in church be part of area fellowships and be part of the outreaches in the area fellowships. Be part of the fellowships in the chapel. Be part of the outreaches in the chapel. Be part of the crusades. Be part of the soul winning. Be part of the prayer. Whatever we are doing, be part of it. Yeah? Tell you. But see, people think that other things is what glorify them. Other things come. Okay? But they are not permanent. They are not permanent. They're not. Yeah. You see the ministers, NDC ministers and apparatchiks and all the people for eight years. Many of them had glory. Now, go and ask many of them. The glory is gone because party politics, it didn't say that, it didn't say that glory will be inherit, inherited by politicians. The wise. And I'm trying to explain to you that what the people that God called wise are so winners. Don't, don't, don't try to say that I'm saying something bad. I showed you the scripture in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Look, young people in the church, 
Okay? You know yourself. Your family. There's no glory there. How many of you in your family there's no glory? Can I see your hand? There's no glory. Your family is made up of alcoholics, prostitutes, poor people. I don't know why you're laughing. This is the case. Poor people, uneducated people. No glory. Do you understand it? By you. God has saved you. Another God has saved you. He said, I've given you my word. Go around. When you see a sinner, tell the person that I love the person. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And he says, keep on going. And as you keep on going, doing that, God says, I'll put my glory on your life. 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 Clap your hands properly for the Lord. Amen. Number three. Long life. Long life. Long life. So winners would enjoy long life. Aunt Adley. Eh? Yeah? Through soul winning, the Lord can add another 40 years. You'll be begging, you'll call and say, Bishop, where I've reached there, Bishop, now don't pray for me again. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Long life. Soul winners live long. Those who serve the Lord, those who are interested in the work of God, they live long. I was at a, a conference in Bishop Ajansari's church. You know, Dr. Moisele was there. This is an old general. Old general. He was telling us, this year, October, he'll be 86. He said, he said, I have served the Lord for 71 years. And he's been married for 66 years. He has served the Lord for 71 years. And he said last year he was not well. And, and he, told, he told the Lord, he told the Lord, I want to come home. I want to come home. Take me home. And the wife was praying. And the wife told the Lord, if we are a man, take him, you see. <laughs> yeah. The wife was telling the Lord, if we are a man, take him, you see. And he was praying. Say, Lord, take me. Yeah. Dr. Billy Graham, great evangelist. I don't know, maybe what, 90 something? Eh? 97, three more years will be 100. He can't die. He can't die. Okay? He can't die. Dr. Ora Roberts, he died very old. T.L. T. L. Osborne died very old. These are great, great sowiness. Raham Bonki is alive, 70 something. Alive. Dr. Yongicho. Dr. Yongicho. Eh? Getting to 80 years. These are people who have served the Lord, giving themselves to so many young people. Are you listening to me? Yes. 
one of the things that will guarantee that you live for a long time is so winning. Evangelism. Bringing the loss to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the explanation is very simple. Watch me. The explanation is very simple. If you gave up your only son to die for a certain cause, and there were two groups of people. One group are interested in the cause for which your son died. And another one, they are not interested. Which ones will you love, support, keep? It's not the ones that are interested in the cause for which your son died. Very simple. How many of you can understand that? So immediately you align yourself eh, to the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is so winning. The only work that Jesus is doing now, all right, is that he's building his church. Matthew 16, 18, he said, I'll build my church. So once you join yourself to building his church, you are praying, you are interceding, you are winning souls, you are part of our area fellowships, church planting, crusades, looking after God's people, singing in the choir, you know, singing in the choir and the rest, they are good, but they are not the real, it's not real soul winning. That is why parishes must become soul winners. If we are a pastor, we must add soul winning. If you are a prophet, you must add soul winning. If you are an apostle, you must add soul winning. If you are a teacher, you must add soul winning. That is why we must have altar calls everywhere. That is why you see that in our church. Even when we have weddings, we do altar calls for souls to be won. And once you align yourself to what Jesus is doing, he looks at you and says, this person, I must keep this person alive. You see, a lot of things are trying to kill you. At the back, can I have an amen? A lot of things are trying to kill you. A lot of things are trying to kill you. But look at John chapter 15 from verse 1. John chapter 15 from verse 1. I am the true vine and my father is a husbandman. Every branch, watch this. Every branch in me that bearer not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch which does not bear fruit, Okay, he's taken away. And every branch that bearer fruit, he purged it that it may bring forth fruit. So, every one of us here, okay, is a branch. And God is looking at you as a branch. And the question is very simple. There is only one question on the exam paper. Is she or is he bearing fruit? Through him are people being led to, to Christ. Through him are people coming into the kingdom. It is only one question. There is only one question in your life. Only one question. It doesn't matter what you are doing. You may be a doctor, you may be a carpenter, you may be a scientist. As far as God is concerned, God is interested in only one. There's only one question. 
this point as we are sitting in church and those of you who are watching by television and hearing by radio there is only one question is your life bearing fruit for Jesus or not then once the angels bring their report when the angels come the Lord asks them when you invigilated the exams alright what was written all those who don't bear fruit when we are having soul winning activities in your area fellowship you don't come you don't come when we are fasting and praying you don't come you only come when we are praying for money we are praying for wives we are praying for husbands we are praying for visits we are going to have a special prayer meeting and uh, you know we are going to pray our pattern, our pattern, the prophetic answer time all night in September, 8th of September, Friday, I am bringing a real prophet here. A real prophet. You see something? I'm bringing a real prophet. A known prophet. is coming here. Yeah. And then you will see that one you have come. Because you want money. You want husband. You want wife. You want promotion. But see, when we say, let us pray, for souls to be one, you don't come. I get what I'm saying. So God says, why, 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 why should I keep him alive? How old is he? 29. Let him come. Let him come. Let him come. How old is he? How old? Uh, 2012. Uh, let him come. Let him come. How, how old is he? Get a, uh, oh, let him come. Let him come. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this. Every branch in me, that direct no fruit, he take it away. He take it away. A lot of Christians die early because their lives are of no use to God. Their lives are of no use to God. I believe I will live for a long time. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I'll live by the grace of God for a long time. Yeah. Many of you, God is going to raise you. You are going to be the pastors. We are going to plant more churches. We are going to have more crusades. We are going to have more church growth conferences. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now, if you are here and you are not winning souls, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. How long you live, I don't know. Yeah. But watch. And every branch, that buried fruit, he purged it. He purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. Do you understand to purge? You know, when you take any like hedges around a house, it becomes bushy. Some parts become brownish. Some some parts even are dead. So it doesn't make the wall nice. 
Yes, sir. So you see, the owner would take shears and cut off all the dead parts, the overgrown sites, and then the same hedge now becomes very, very nice. And every time it's bushy, you know, he does the same thing because he needs it. He needs it. So in your life, every time, every time cancer is attaching itself to you, the Lord will perch. Every time bacteria are trying to come into you, the Lord will perch. Every time you sit in a car and you are about to die, the angels are sent to save you because, because God knows that you are fruitful and he wants to keep you so that you bear much more fruit. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Yes. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 17. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 17. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief. But a faithful ambassador is health. A faithful ambassador is health. But, but a wicked messenger. Who is a wicked messenger? The one that when you send him, he doesn't do what you ask him to do. Yeah. When God looks at you, he says, I've saved hell. I've saved him all. Of the precious blood of my son. Look at what she's doing. She's not interested in my church work. Won't join it in the church. You won't do anything. Always interested in husband, wife, children, money, jobs, travel, visa, going up and then that's all that you know he thinks about. I get what I'm saying. It's a wicked messenger, and the result is that you fall into mischief. Mischief. But a faithful ambassador, the one who is doing what he has been asked to do, that person is held or he's entitled to good health. He's entitled to good health. He's entitled to good health. Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, all right, remember I, I, I spoke about the ministry of reconciliation and I told you that we are ambassadors of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. Look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. Huh? Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. We are the ambassadors for Christ. Okay? So when you talk about a faithful ambassador is talking about you and I who have been given the word of reconciliation to go about preaching this word to wait that now right now God is not imputing the sins of men unto them but God is trying to reconcile men unto himself through Christ that message has been given to us those of us who are spreading it at our area fellowship meetings, at our satellite church meetings, at our area uh, crusades, 
you know, church crusades, personal witnessing. We are spreading this message. God looks at us as faithful ambassadors and he said, let them enjoy health. But those who are not doing it, he said, they are wicked. Let them fall into mischief. What is the mischief? What are some of the mischief? Isaiah chapter 65 verse 22. What are some of the mischief? Isaiah chapter 65 from verse 22. Watch this. They shall not build and another inhabit. One of the mischief is that you will build your house, but you will not live in it. Another will live in it. It's a mischief. It's a mischief. Many years ago, I passed by a certain hospital. Big! I knew the owner of the hospital. He passed away many years ago. He passed away like more than 20 years ago. Do you see? And, 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 and the first time I passed by and I remembered him, I said, if this is all that this man came to do on earth, he came to waste his time. Because look, the hospital is being enjoyed by different types of doctors, people, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. They shall not build and another inhabit. You understand it? And I'm going to show you who, who God is talking about. They. They shall not plant and another eat. Another mischief is that you plant, you build a factory, but you don't eat it. You do investments, but you don't enjoy it. You do plantations, but by the time the plantation is ripe, you are not there. You are not there. Maybe you have stroke. So they have to take small food into your mouth. And if you can't go, so you have to put it into a tube. But meanwhile, you have money to buy all the watching in Accra. That's a mischief. <laughs> How many of you understand the word of God? I'm talking to you about the supernatural benefits that so winners enjoy. Number one, divine provision. Number two, the glory of God. Number three, long life. Long life. Long life. Go back to the scripture. Huh? Now, for us the days of a tree are the days of my people. So when he was saying, when he was saying, that they shall not build. He was talking about his people. His people. His people. Who are his people? Who are his people? Who are his people? Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. If you continue, what, what does he mean? Continue. If you obey my word, if you walk in my word, if you fulfill my word, it is not hearers who are his people; it is those who obey, who obey his word. 
And he has sent us to go into the world and to make disciples for him. Make disciples for me. Make disciples. That is the assignment of the church. We'll come back to this scripture. Make disciples. Luke chapter 24 from verse 45. Quickly. Quickly. Luke 24 from then opened he the understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, verse 47. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, verse 48. And ye are witnesses of these things. Preach repentance. Preach repentance. He said, you are witnesses. You are the people who are supposed to go and do that. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. Mark chapter 15, 16 and verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. Hello? Hello? Mr. Odoi, you understand it? Yes. Go ye into all the nations. Are we going? Are we going? Are we going? When was the last time you went? I'm trying to explain to you that scripture in John, all right, 831. 831. And if you continue in my ways, then are ye my disciples indeed. I get what I'm saying. Which means that not everybody who is calling himself a disciple of Jesus is a disciple. It's not. But those who are continuing in his word, obeying his word, the faithful ambassadors, there are a lot of wicked messengers in the churches. You see, watch this. That is why Christians don't understand that there was an accident and then, and then, and then he died. And then this one happened. Bad things happened. This one happened. Why, 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 why? It's not all the case, but sometimes these are some of the reasons. A group of armed robbers went to one of our universities and started raiding the rooms one after the other. One after the other. Yeah. And there were some Christians on that same line. There are some Christians on that same line. They were raiding room to room. Room one, room two. Yeah. When they got to their room, Eh? They jumped over. They ended the whole operation. Every branch that buried fruit, he paid it. As I'm Robert said, God said, not these ones. These ones, they are faithful messengers. Don't go there. Jump. Yeah, one of our bishops, many years ago, he was in a country, a country that is known for violence. And where he was living, just his neighbors, armed robbers, stormed there. After they stormed the community, and he knew that that day, that was it. Yeah. When they finished with his neighbors, they left. 
they left. Longevity. I will live long. I will live long. Why should God keep you alive? Oh, just to marry, have children, drive cars. No, ask yourself. I'm just asking you a question. Why? Why should God keep you? Just to marry, have children, have money. Today's message, dear Charlie. How many of you are that God is speaking to you? Eh? Yeah? Yeah? Go back to, to Isaiah chapter 60, 60, 60, 65. But he said, look at, look at, watch this. This is the promise of God for his people. For his people. Watch this. He said, for his people. This is the promise of God. He said, they shall not build and another will have it. If you are, if you are his people, if you are his people, and his people, hey, listen, listen, between the two of us, don't tell anybody. His people are not, I am a Christian, I am born again. I, no. Those who obey his word. Those who obey his word. Those who obey his word. You are sitting here, a young lady, 25 years, you are sleeping with another woman's husband. Because of you, he has left the wife. And you are come to sit in church. Say, praising the Lord, praising the Lord, praising the Lord. Demons can sing that. Demons, demons, they worship. When the madman of Gadara, full of 6,000 demons, saw Jesus, he bowed down. So you could be a demon sitting here and worshiping with us. to check. So, yeah, no. Those who obey the word of God. Yeah. Those who obey the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. But those who are the people of God, this is a promise. Watch. They shall not build and another habit. If you are, uh, if you are one of those people, people of God, God says that when you build, you enjoy it. You enjoy it. You won't die for some, you know, foolish man to come to your house and say, "I've taken over." Taken over what? <laughs> taken over what? But if you are not one of the people, when you build your house, you have your children. You know, quickly you go. After three years, you go. And then somebody will come. Some lazy person, drunkard, never went before coming to that. Said, he was my brother. I'll come to take, take over everything. Where is the wife? Tonight, I need to. I need to. You know, because our family, when one dies, we enjoy the other one. So look at, he has not bathed for three weeks. He's coming to sleep with your wife. Because you are not one of the people. But if you are one of the people of God, you will not build and another will have it. They shall not plant and another will eat. Now watch this. For as the days of a tree. For as the days of a tree. How many of you know that trees can live very long? Okay. One of the long lasting, one of the long lasting trees on earth 
is the cedar tree. It's a cedar tree. You can find them in Lebanon and you know some of these are places. It can it can be there for one thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of trees that, that are there for very long. And the Bible says, okay, for as the days of a tree, for as the days of a tree are the days of my people, which means you will live for a long time. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Are you grabbing your hand for Jesus? My elect, my elect shall long, watch this, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Yeah. One of such people was Antimame's father. All throughout his life, he took care of the church of God, supported the work of God. Not everybody can preach. Not everybody has been called to preach, but you can support it. Supported, built churches, did things for the church. He lived to be, I think, 95 years. And when he was dying, he was still building houses and building things. Very, very rich. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Yeah. I expect to long enjoy the work of my hands that God has given to me. It's an old man. Yeah. I'm waiting for the competition in the church. Yeah. This one say, Bishop, I'm not very happy. I say, why? Say the, the bench that I brought, you don't drive it. This one said, the other time, the, the, this thing, the land cruiser I brought, you drove it only when the passes, but I've not seen. Say, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And we are one of them. Amen? Long life. Long life. Long life. Long life. Today I want to conclude this message. So let me give you two more. Then I conclude it. Alright? Number four. You will shine. Daniel chapter 12 and verse 3. You will shine. You will shine. And they that be wise (laughs) shall shine. Who are the wise? I can't hear shout. Who are the wise? So, when the Bible says, they that be wise shall shine, it means that so winners shall shine. Shine. As the brightness of the firmament. Wow. Now, watch. When the Bible says you will shine, what does it mean? Something that shines is something that cannot be hidden. It's something that you cannot block. It's, it's something that you cannot prevent, cover. What God is saying is that as a soul winner, your life, everybody will see it. Everybody will see it. Everybody will see it. You bright in your family. You stand out. God, everybody is in obscurity, but you alone, you are shining and brightening. So everybody is like, ah, he there. 
you know, they will say, because it's also for. Because it's also for. Everybody will know. Even now, some of you is happening to you. In your family, you are the only the bright corner. You are the only bright corner. Yeah. You are the bright corner. You are shining. You are shining. And God wants you to shine. You will be out of obscurity. Which means that, watch, the opposite is true. Those who are not so witness, you'll be under, down under. Down under. Darkness. You are covered. Nobody mentions your name. You have not seen nothing. And you see, it is going to happen in this church. Yeah. It's going to happen. You see it. You see those who are shining and those who are down. And down. Because they are not interested in the things of God. But may you shine in the name of Jesus. The next one. You'll be a star. You'll be a star. You'll be a star. Hello? Watch the scripture. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars. You'll be a star. Now, what is a star? A star is an outstanding. Well, it means it, you'll be outstanding. Eh? You'll be popular. You'll be great. Do you understand it? People want to be like you. Yeah. Who are the stars of this world? The Messi's and the Ronaldo's and the Neymar's. And the, the, the popular um, musicians, they are the stars. But the difference between you and them is that, watch, God, God qualified it. Your stardom. Your stardom. Watch. He qualified your stardom. He said, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Which means that your stardom is not going to laugh for Five years or two. Because we hear people, they are stars. That's it. They are stars. Michael Jackson used to be a star. We don't hear of him anymore. We don't hear of him. Uh, how do you call it? Uh, some of you, there's a, a, a boxer that you may not know, Mike Tyson. He became the world champion, heavyweight champion, when he was about 18 or 20 years. Very young. He had a lot of money. I mean, he was, he was the biggest boxing star. Now, he's so broke. He's so broke. The stars of this world are short-lived. But God is saying that. They that turn many to righteousness. Watch you. They that turn many. Revenue, you should expect to be a star. You should expect it. If you are not becoming, you have to tell God. You have to tell God. Look, you said I'll be a star. You said I'll be a star. Because your stardom will last from here and it will continue in heaven. There's a prophet of God called Rejoiner. He wrote a book, Final Quest. He has written many books. One of of the most popular is the Final Quest. In it, okay, he went to heaven and saw a beggar 
that he knew on earth. The beggar was called Angelo. He knew him. Like the way there are some beggars who sit in some places in Accra. They are there for a long... I knew one like that many years ago at the Audome Estate, Audome Cemetery Junction. When we are coming to hit the ring road, an old man, he sat down there for nothing less than, you know, about five, seven years. Yeah. So he knew him. When he went to heaven, he was very shocked because he saw this Angelo sitting on one of the highest thrones in heaven. So he asked Jesus, how come? Why is he here? And Jesus said, I, I gave him the opportunity to win only one soul. Only one soul. My God. My God. Only one soul. And that is what has made him a star. Because Jesus said, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? There is no amount of money on earth that can buy a soul. Many years ago, you know, Bishop preached a message, Christ's estimate of a soul. A soul is a soul and it is precious in the sight of God. He may be a carpenter, he may be a driving mate, he may be a child repairer, he may be a businessman, he may be a president. A soul in the sight of God is a soul and is precious to God. It's a very wild thing to be a soul winner. Eh? Divine provision, glory of God, longevity, you will shine, you will be a star. You will be a star. You will be a star. Hey! Number six. Your life will be an honorable life. Your life will be an honorable life. I'm ending the message, so I just want to give, give you a few more. Is that a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. But how many of you are receiving the word of God? You see, watch me. This, 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 these are the things that must build your life. I said, young man, my brother, stand up. You should, you should get this message and listen. They say, ah, and I, I must be a soul winner so that God will give me divine provision so that God put his glory. Hallelujah. This is it. All the things that, you know, you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you are deceived. You think that if you go abroad, you receive glory. Look, let me ask you a question. Eh? Your brother who went to abroad, 22 years, he's not come. Everybody is dead, he couldn't come. Don't blame him. He doesn't have money. Most of you here are far richer than your relatives abroad. Believe me. Yeah. President Trump will say, believe me. It will happen. He say, 
believe me. Eli said, believe me. Yes. They don't have money. They are broke. They owe a lot of money. You see, when they take a picture, it looks very nice. But it's because the picture doesn't, it doesn't cover the debt and the, the other things around. The carpet that you see, it's an old carpet smelling. Very dirty. You want glory? For you are glorious and ready to be praised. The Lamb upon the throne. And you will reign in righteousness forever over all that dwelleth on the earth. You want glory? Glory is not abroad. Glory is not abroad. Glory is you becoming a soul winner. Stand up, brother. Do you understand? Yeah. You'll be so glorious. Look, your, your life when people say, wow. Hey, come on. Hey. Hey. I'm a hey. check it. Hey. Hey, check it. Hey, check it. Hey. Very fine. Come on in there. Uh, in car. Hey, shine like a And you know, Glory comes from God. Not abroad. Not abroad. You can be here, Colicono boy. Choco boy, James Sound boy, Labadi girl, yeah, and the glory of God, it will happen to you as you become a soul winner. Then give Jesus a shout. What has it got him to do with Anna in your life? Okay. Watch this. Every king, the, the, the Anna of a king, when we say this king is powerful, it is dependent on the number of people that he has. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 28. Watch it. In the multitude of people, is the king's honor. In the multitudes of people is the king's honor. So even right here in Ghana, there are different chiefs, there are different kings. I get one. Based on the, the, the influence, the power, the honor, you know, of a chief or a king, depends on how many subjects he has. Sometimes we're a king, but you have only five people. 
So, your word is not so powerful. But kings that are powerful, they, they have millions of subjects. There are kings in this country who are held in the same regard even as the president himself. Okay? How does it come? In the multitude of people. But in the want of people is a distraction of the prince. Now, how many of you know that God is king? Eh? And now unto him immortal, eh? invisible, the only wise God, the king of glory, the lord of lords. He's our king. How many of you know that God is our king? So God is a king. So now, if, watch this, if a king's influence, a king's honor lies in the number of people that he has, then it means that the more people God has in his kingdom, the more his honor. How many of you understand that? I get what I'm saying. That is why Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 8, watch it. John chapter 15 and verse 8. Alright. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples. So Jesus said, when you, when you bear a lot of fruit, you bring glory, you bring honor to my father. To my father. Now, God has made a promise to people who bring honor to him. Hallelujah. Alright? God has made a promise. Second Samuel chapter 2 verse 20. Come quickly. We are closing. Are you blessed? Hmm? First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30. First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30. Watch. Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that my house, thy house and the house of thy father should wax before me forever. But now, the Lord said, be it far from me. Watch this. For them, that honor me, I will honor. For them, that honor me, I will honor. Who are the people that God honors? Uh, no, no, no. In the scripture, who are the people who God honors? Eh? Those who honor him. How many of you agree? Who are the people who God honors? Those who honor is there. For them that honor me, I will honor. Therefore, if true soul winning, you honor God, then your life will be honorable. God has honored our father in ministry, Bishop Doug. Honored him greatly. Greatly. Lifted up his name, exalted him, honored him. Greatly. Yeah. As he has pursued so winning. As he has pursued so winning. God has honored him. Greatly. Is he? can't tell you a lot of things. 
when we meet privately. I'll show you some of the honor. God has honored me. Now I can't hide. Sometimes I go to a place and say, I hear the nobody. <laughs> One time I was going through security, check airports. You have to sh- take off your shoe, you have to take off your belt. It's, it's quiet, you know, but it's necessary. But you see, this is so you want to do it quickly so that you put on your person. Nobody, no one. Bishop! One of the people there. Here too. Here too. Anna. How many of you want to be honored? Must honor God by multiplying his kingdom of a lot of souls. That's how to bring Anna to. Then he will honor you also. And finally, I'm giving you seven. Seven supernatural benefits of a soul one. Number one, divine provision. Number two, the glory of God. Number three, longevity. Number four, you will shine. Number five, you will be a star. Number six, your life will be an honorable life. And number seven, one day you will hear those converted words. Well done, good and faithful servant. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 21. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 21. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done! Thou good and faithful servant! Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter down to the joy of the Lord. When you stand before the Lord, you say, Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. The Lord will be, Well done. Well done. Then when it gets to your turn, Well done. Well done. Well done. Well, good and faithful. Well, when it gets your turn. Hey. In that vision. Rick Joyner, he said he was, he was moving through heaven. So he came to a certain place. It was very nice. You cannot compare it with anything on earth. Then he met a man there. The man said, hey, master, here is not nice. Here is not nice. He said, here eh, is the outer darkness. We are crying here. He said, how can it be? You are looking so nice. He said, no, no, no. He said, as you go towards the throne, you will see, you will see something. Then a man explained, he said, do you know why we are here? We are in the lowest part of heaven. And the man explained, he said, those of us here, we are called foolish virgins. Everybody say, foolish virgins. Let up the right hand. Say, Lord, I shall not be a foolish virgin. In the name of Jesus. Foolish virgin. Then I said, why? 
He said, we are, listen, I've just ended. We are those that after the Lord has saved us, we lived for ourselves and not him. We lived for ourselves. We didn't live for him. We're not interested in his work. We're not interested in doing anything for him. We lived for ourselves. And when we came to heaven, he said, stay here. Stay here. Stay here. And it was when he got to the throne that he saw Angelo. He was shocked. Jesus said, I gave an opportunity to win once. Hallelujah. Today, listen, today, God has described your life to you. This side is gold. This side is poopoo. Choose. It depends on you. Choose! This side is gold. Longevity, glory, divine provision, shining, becoming a star, the honor of God, everything. This side is the opposite of everything here. Poverty, dishonor, despitement, shame, being foolish, dying early, nothing is working. Choose it. But how many of you are going to choose this one? I pray. I pray that from today, you'll become a mighty soul winner and experience this wonderful supernatural benefits. Clap your hands for the Lord. And stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Now, nobody should move, please. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray. Thank God for his word. And tell the Lord, thank you for the opportunity that I have. Thank you for the opportunity that I have to do something in your house. Lift up your hands and pray. Thank you for the opportunity that I have to do something in your house. I am grateful. Pray. I want to see you praying. I want to hear you praying. Lift up your hands. Everybody pray and thank God. Listen, look at me. That is why we give you all the opportunities. Be in the new believer school. Be part of the lay schools. Fruitful believer school, mature believer school, shepherd's training, church plant. Do something because that is how your life is going to be a blessing. Lift up your hands. Father, help us and help us to be wise to do something in your house. In the name of Jesus. Now close your eyes, everybody. As every eye is closed. You are here. Somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You are not saved. You are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Today, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to be saved so that I can also do something for God. If you want me to pray for you to be saved, lift up your hand up. God bless you. Lift up your hand up. Very, very high. Only, only, only one hand. Only one hand. The right one. Pastor, Pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to do something. I can see all those hands. Quickly, if you are lifted up your hand, move from your seat. Take your Bible, your bag, whatever. Come to me to the front here. I want to pray for you. Come, come. Come right now. 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 Have your hands for them. Give him your life. 
Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands, those of you here. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are Lord and Savior. Forgive me for my sins. Please come into my heart and save my soul. From today, I am born again. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opus is a Collegon main game. Please note our service time. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.